Life Uncut podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This episode is recorded on Gadigal land of the Aurora Nation. of Life Uncut. I'm Laura and I'm Brittany and this little bad boy is our radio edition. We do a Saturday radio show. We package it up all nice and neat and cute and we put all the good stuff together and we drop it into your feed every Saturday at 1pm. And basically anything that sucked we don't include in this. Yeah, we so take you it just out. get like- the <laughs> But that's what I mean by say we package it up and give you the good stuff. Anything that we think doesn't make the cut, we, we leave that on the cutting room floor. Well, today's show, I mean today's show was a little bit silly but you know what? It's election day and there was so much serious stuff that's been going on and it's and the, the elections are quite divisive. Talking about politics is very divisive, which is why on radio this Saturday we didn't speak about the election. What we did speak about is the one thing that brings everyone together and that's the democracy sausage, the sausage sizzle that we all can look forward to when we go and we place our votes. So we do actually speak to a man named Josh. Now, Josh, we won't go into it too much, but Josh travelled around Australia. Bless his soul. He is a hero. He is an Aussie legend. He sampled every sausage sizzle from every Bunnings in Australia. It took him two years. Could you imagine, like, everybody has different hobbies. Imagine that being your hobby. Like, what are you going to do with your life? I'm going to go and I'm going to try every single sausage. I don't think he thought of it as a hobby. I think he (laughs) thought of it as a service to Australians. I think that's what, and he does. He does tell us where the best one is from. But, Laura, just, like, out of curiosity... What is your, if you're making a sausage sizzle, what do you, just tell me how you build it. Do you put anything extra on Uh, it? Plain piece of bread? What sauce? Okay, white bread. Just like a square white piece? A square piece of white, wonder white bread. Butter. Always butter. (gasps) I love it. Butter. And I'm all for a chicken sausage. Is that weird? But I'm not really big on beef sausages. A chicken sausage with tomato sauce makes me really fucking happy. Oh, interesting. Okay, I'm just going to give you my little rundown. I'm one piece of white bread also, one normal beef sausage, thin. I like the long skinny ones. I don't like the short thick ones. Long skinny sausage, bit of onion on top. This is the only time that I like a long thin sausage. Same. (laughs) (laughs) On on a piece of bread. (laughs) I have a long thin sausage. I love to put some onion on the top and I am usually, I'll take whatever sauce is going, you know, sometimes I don't have the options, but my go-to if I had the choice would be a barbecue sauce. I cannot believe the detail that you just went into. Also, I'm really hungry, so I'm salivating thinking you know about this. I sometimes think as well. Like, obviously, our radio show is so very different in content to the stuff that we do on a Tuesday or on a Thursday. Tuesdays and Thursdays are like the insightful, deep, I mean, often very silly and funny as well. But this, the radio show is just a good laugh. So if you want to just have a chuckle along, listen to some fluffy content, that is exactly what this is. Otherwise, we'll see you back here on Tuesday. Or oh, speaking of Tuesday, just while I've got you. Segway. Tuesday, this coming week, we have the most fucking incredible episode for you. And I just want to take this opportunity to let you guys know. Put this it sounds in- like an Oscar speech. I'd like to take this opportunity. <laughs> to thank my mom. No, put it in your reminders. Like, really strap yourselves in for this one. We are interviewing this wonderful woman. Her name is Jessica Buchanan. Now, Jessica was... Her story is unbelievable. Wild. She was living and working in Somalia. 
And whilst she was there, she was working for a company who would uh, detect landmines and help the communities to try and figure out where and what might constitute a landmine. It was it was more of an education piece. And while she was working there, she was kidnapped and held for ransom for over 90 days in the desert by Somali rebels, by Somali pirates. It is Honestly, it's one of, and I don't even know how to say whether it was my favourite, but it was like such an incredible story. And Britt and I were, we could have spoken to her forever. From the moment I read her story, I was so hooked. And then speaking to her was just a different level. She was, the ransom, I don't know, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to explain it. But she was 90 days in the desert thinking every single day she was going to die and knowing that the ransom was for $45 million. So the ransom wasn't even accessible. Like It wasn't a, a $500,000 ransom. It wasn't a $1 million ransom. It was $45 million. So she's in the desert thinking, no, surely no one's coming for me. No one's got $45 million. They wouldn't believe her that no one had $45 million. It was It was just an absolutely horrific but incredible story of survival. So please put that in your calendars, guys, for coming up. It's coming up on Tuesday's episode. But let's tell you about what's on this episode. Now, Laura uses everyone else's toothbrush. Oh, I'm throwing you under the bus. Okay, <laughs> we talked about, there's been this thing that happened on uh, on The View. It's that TV show with Whoopi Goldberg and basically they discussed whether it is or isn't acceptable to use your partner's toothbrush. Now, I use Matt's toothbrush and apparently he's got an issue with it. So we get into that. We also speak to Will and Woody who are coming up on The Apprentice at the moment. So The Apprentice starts on Sunday night, which is tomorrow if you listen to this when it comes out. And they're so fucking funny. They're such great guys to chat to. Well, that's it. Let's get into it. The Life Uncut Radio Show. With, with Britt Hockley and Laura Byrne. We love them! Fun I want to address something that just happened on the way to the station. I just went and picked Laura up. She opens the door and she furiously says, give me a pen and paper immediately. I know you have one. And I was like, oh, I'm not even going to question this. I, I did it. Let's talk about what you did, Laura. Oh, yeah. There was someone parked terribly on the street. <laughs> oh, no. And I wrote a note and made sure that they're aware of it. Oh. Okay, no, producer Keisha, we spent five minutes trying to get her very small car into a very, very tight park in a space where three cars can park. And I, I tell you, that is my bugbear. I hate it. I hate it with all my soul when people park and they just selfishly leave a meter out from the from the the signpost well, because no one can use that meter behind you no one not even a <laughs> motorbike really it's no. dead space okay but i did after i wrote the letter think maybe there might have been a scooter or something parked there earlier and like, the scooter's just gone but never that's probably what never happened. did i think in my younger years, yeah. that I would be the woman who would write an angry note and leave it on someone's car. What did you but say? I am. Yeah, what did you write in the note? Write it for us. Uh, and s- you didn't sign it off with my... Uh, did I? Was it my name on yeah, the Yeah, it was Brittany Hockley Kiki K stationery. <laughs> with my address on it? Was it like the back of a bill? Brittany no. Hockley, at Brittany Hockley Instagram. No, I just said... <laughs> Morrissey Management. <laughs> Kiss FM Kiss Saturday FM. show. <laughs> Call in, DM us. <laughs> Oh, that's definitely no. I just wrote. I just wrote a very passive aggressive note that said, "Excuse Tell me." Tell us exactly. I said, "Please, can you park more considerately in the future? Oh. If you could park closer to the sign, uh, it would allow for more cars to park oh. in this area. This is extremely selfish." Very wordy is what I wrote. Which now that I'm so replaying that, passive Laura, passive. I'm also aggressive. embarrassed for myself listening to what I just said. Have I turned into a middle aged woman? Yeah, you yes. turned into a Karen. You are a middle aged woman. We're in our mid thirties. <laughs> I tell you what, blink and you miss it. Wow. Did you just realise that you are a middle-aged woman? And look at her 
what? I was really cranky too. Like I felt really angry about it, the way that the guy oh. had parked. But wait, if, if it, where, where do you draw the line? Like what's next? Will you be one of those neighbours that call the cops on your poor young couple having a party at midnight? Oh, 100% she would. Oh, I have already called the Not on my now neighbours, but in the past, yes, I've called the police oh. on my neighbours. As in my neighbours now, my current neighbours? No, in my old house. I used to live right across from like a party house. And yeah, 11 o'clock rolls around on a... I'm so I'm embarrassed for myself. Like eleven PM we're talking. Didn't go through the night. No, after ten thirty. Oh too my late. Laura. <laughs> Laura Karen Byrne. This has to end. I am cutting myself a bob for next Saturday and yeah. You can call me Karen from now on. And if your name's Karen, you just wear that with pride. Can we I don't even say that as an insult. <laughs> <laughs> Doubling down. <laughs> Karen. All new in 22. For your Saturday morning, the last uncut radio show with Britt Hockley and Laura Byrne. On Kiss. Tomorrow night, uh, very excited for The Celebrity Apprentice. It is coming back and two of our co-workers here at Kiss FM are joining the cast. Uh, our very own Will and Woody will be on tellies and they join us now. Hello, boys. Hello. Hello. How are you? Great to be here. How do you feel about doing a reality TV show? What was mm. the experience like for you guys? Pretty full on, yeah. isn't it? You guys would both know. Like, it's terrifying. The whole thing. You, yeah. You, you just, you don't know how it's going to be cut together. You know, you're in a, in a space with a whole bunch of egos and personalities. Yeah. And, and you realise that producers are doing things to try and get drama yeah and you can't help but get absorbed in it master you know? manipulators producers are the sooner you know that the better well said well said Britt. <laughs> I yeah. think- and i feel like we, we knew that and you, you know that's going on but you still get absorbed in the game you definitely do you lose fact of what uh, you lose sight of what's real but i think the interesting thing of doing uh, part of doing a celebrity reality show is you're doing a celebrity reality show because of one of two reasons either a you're like slightly might have screwed up publicly and hence you're trying to claw back your image. Redemption, SAS Redemption. style. Yeah. Yeah. Redemption, yeah. that's yeah. A, option A. Or option B, you're not quite in celebrity zone yet, so you're trying <laughs> to get more famous. <laughs> and I'll let you guys figure out which one we were. It's a slippery uh, slope. In your own time. But we were definitely in category B there, so we, so we were tiny fish in a big pond. Yeah, so the yeah. big scary part of it was that there were these people who were genuinely previously very big celebs who were clawing back their image (gasps) and the jostling for position was terrifying. Mm. (laughs) I want to know, though, because obviously you've got to have connections, right? Like that's the whole premise of the show. You've got to be able to call on your famous and your wealthy friends. Like, how did that go for you guys? Like, if you're saying, okay, we wanted to do it, we wanted to get more famous, what were your connections like? (laughs) You'll see in episode one. You'll see see (laughs) tomorrow night because... Without yeah. giving too much away, the challenge involves a requirement to have a black book, effectively, which is contacting powerful people who have a lot of money who will donate towards a certain thing. Yeah. Will and I had nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like we, we, one we one would, word on the first we, page, we would, blank. We would pretend, we we would pretend to be on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would just stand around <laughs> with our phones up our ears. <laughs> like, who are you calling? And I'd be like, and they'd be on the phone to like a big four bank yes. and it'd be like, yeah. and they'd come back in, they'd be like, guys, we've got like 80 yeah. grand and then a high five. And we'd be on the phone to our dads. <laughs> and they'd be like, yo, <laughs> please, how dad. Are you? Um, you know how I borrowed some money for a car <laughs> like when I was 21? We're back there. And then we just try and join in with the celebration so when someone did get a big donation yeah. we just sort of join into the hugs yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> no iron team guys do they get to know how much you contribute or do you just contribute something as a group so no one knows that you guys didn't pull your weight 
So, so no, so we didn't think anyone would find out what we contributed because it's obviously a team score, but then <laughs> they, in, yeah, they, in the boardroom they, they go break through it down. with a fine tooth comb. So, like, <laughs> they know. So, so they know. Sugar. <laughs> you can't hide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and that's a terrifying moment uh, in episode one. Because it all comes down to who your charity is yeah. as well. So everybody's got this charity that they're playing for and we've all promised the charity we're going to win them tens of thousands of dollars on this game. And if you don't, you feel awful. Yeah. And if mm. other people aren't lifting their weight for your charity, it gets nasty fast. Because yeah. oh. we, we, had, we had no skills, so we were like like the dead weight we of every no single skills. challenge. You had no <laughs> money, no connections, no skills. What did you bring? You no, know what yeah. you guys like, have. You nothing, had the gift, the gift of the gab, that is for sure. Uh, 7 o'clock, Channel 9, you can watch Will and Woody. But the boys are sticking around. We get a whole oh. bunch of headlines that have been yeah. written about you. Some are, are completely real from, from Daily Mail. Some we've just blatantly made up. Uh, and oh. we're going to read them to you, and it's your job to debunk. Oh, Headline or head lie? You good to stick around? Amazing. I'm so excited for this because nothing has been written about me and Woody's name <laughs> I've had some has stinkers. been traipsed <laughs> through the doldrums of the Daily Mail, so I'm pumped. All right, so we have some headlines or headlines yeah. that have been written about you guys, and this is your opportunity to either defunct them, tell us what has happened, or, you know what, tell us if it's completely made up. So number one, okay. yep. radio host Will McMahon says, it's about time. She's been bugging me about him dropping the knee for months in response to news of co-host Woody Whitelaw's engagement to girlfriend Mimi Gibbs. Wow. Wow. I think I can debunk this one pretty early because the only time the Daily Mail's ever written a piece about me, they called me Will McCann. And <laughs> so they have, what was no the I- they have no idea who I am and I've never spoken to them. To them, I'm just another bald guy in the media. No one knows what I look like. Uh, that's why I did Celebrity Apprentice, so I could get a little bit more clout with these people. Uh, oh. So it's not a true story, unfortunately. Well, that clout nice. is certainly coming. Don't worry. Don't wish it upon yourself. Okay, okay. Samantha Jade slams a yeah. nasty Beck Zemeck in explosive new Celebrity Apprentice footage. What Ooh. happened? So oh, yeah. you've now gone to headlines away from us. There aren't any about us. couldn't find any. So now, now the game's just become, you is this a real headline or not? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for some real celebrities in Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, That's true, say. though. That's true. That, that'll be a real headline. Okay. Yeah, right. All yeah. right. We know it's true. We want to know a bit more of the juicy dirt on it. But I don't think we're getting anything out of you, are we? No, no, no. No, no, no. We can hit you. It oh, was, yeah, good. We actually do a podcast uh, every night. We we sat down and recorded all this stuff during Celeb Apprentice so people will be able to hear the high, behind the scenes. So I'm actually feeling okay talking about this. I don't want to give too much away. But Sammy Jade, as you would know, is probably one of the sweetest people you'll ever meet in your life. Like, she's genuinely so lovely. And Beck and her clashed hard over one of the challenges. It's a fashion, the fashion, it was a fashion yeah. challenge. Oh, okay. And, it got, to, and it, 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 it got to a point in and around, was there something about Sammy's mum? There was a, a difference of creative opinion about a fashion item. Yes. Right. Well, that, I, do, was, yeah. I do like how yes. diplomatic you put that. You, you did set up uh, Samantha Jade as being the most wonderful girl in the world. And you she were like, is. and then Beck. <laughs> There was a fight. Oh, <laughs> we all yeah. know how you really feel. And Are then what is going, mate? We've signed a non-disclaimer. Let's not talk about this live. No, no, right? I, I, I'm okay with it. I'm really okay with it. Did I, was I inferring that Beck was a <laughs> then? Because I'm not. I'm not. Will McMahon says, The only thing harder than hosting a daily radio show is going bald in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's true. Was that a statement I was meant to have given the paper? Is that, so, so, Will, is this, a direct, is this a direct quote for you, from you? Yes, or is this a, yes it's true. Yes. <laughs> Oh, what a way to finish. Let's finish on a high. We love you, Will. We we love you, Woody. We do. Also, the best of luck tomorrow night. We can't wait to watch. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks for having us on the show. Love you, Our pleasure. Thank you. Uh, You can get, obviously, a Celebrity Apprentice, 7 o'clock tomorrow night, Channel 9, and Will and Woody weekdays on Kiss FM around Australia. See you, boys. See See you, guys. This is the Life Uncut Radio Show. <laughs> Brit Hockley and Laura Byrne. On Kiss. It is <laughs> Democracy Sausage Day, guys. What a day to be alive. It what is. a day to be alive. Election day. And the only thing that is less divisive than the election. Yes. The one thing that brings us all together is certainly not politics. No. It's the sausage sizzle mm-hmm. that you might find at your local school ground or wherever it is that you're voting today. Let's be real. For a lot of people, I think that's the incentive to go and vote. Yeah. But I love... It's a not good climate change. Not, it's not all the other no, things. It's, it's not policy it's performance. Not the melting icebergs. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. It's the sausage. But I, I love a good sausage sizzle. I do. But I think there's a lot of different criteria for a sausage sizzle. Like what makes a good sausage sizzle? Is it the well, bread? Is I, it the sausage itself? Do you guys I, like the piece of... <laughs> The square, like Wonder White, or do you like an actual roll? No, it has to be white bread. Yes, I agree. It has to be sturdy, cheap, Wonder White bread. Carb-filled bread with onions. Onion, yep. Onion. Oh. Sauce drizzled on top. That's yeah. what I... But look, there's one way that we can really find out, and that is to speak with a young Aussie lad named Josh. Now, Josh, guys, Josh went around Australia and ate a sausage at every single bunning store that there is. So he is the man that is going to be able to tell us what makes a good snack. <laughs> well, let's talk to him. Let's get Josh on. Hello, buddy. Thanks for coming on the show, Sausage Man. G'day. Thanks for having me. How are we? We are good. Now, Josh, you are a true blue Australian. You know your way around a sausage, mate, don't you? Wow. <laughs> oh, I certainly do. Did you, just, did you just drop mate straight in there, Laura? <laughs> I did. How many sausages do you think you have consumed? <laughs> Oh, it's got to be it's got to be up there in the four hundred odd. Uh, sorry, I had about four hundred snags, and there's about two hundred eighty odd stores that we hit up. About, wow. about two sausages a store, so we went to every store. The challenge was when they uh, when they weren't running the sausage sizzle. Uh-huh. So, like for, for instance, we went to WA. We drove three days across the uh, across the Nullarbor, <laughs> only to, only only to get to Esperance to find they didn't have the, the bloody sausage sizzle running. Oh, so you didn't you didn't even call ahead to make sure they were going to be running the sausage sizzle. It was COVID time. Everything was very last minute. What criteria did you have? So what do you judge the perfect sausage off? Yeah, well, the purpose of tour wasn't necessarily to find the best snag. It was just to eat one at every store. However, <laughs> for myself, it's a, uh, it's got to have, have a nice bit of girth on it. Yeah, nice love some crisp. girth. It's crispy. <laughs> crispy. Just in your palm, you know. If you, if, you, if you roll your knuckle over and just get that nice palm full there, oh. it sits in there nice and snug. Oh, yeah. all right. Oh, Josh, I have to ask. Why? Why did you want to do this? What was it that inside you one day you woke up and said, oh, I want to try every single bunny sausage? Oh, well, why not? You know, it was a pretty grim time. It was all through COVID. It was all just sad yeah. news. Nothing was going on. It would have been a lot harder something to look at, you know. So. so how long did it take you to do this mission? It was supposed to take eight months, but this thing, because of COVID, it pushed out for two years. So did you have any really, sponsors um, or was this out of your own pocket? Well, I did, uh, I did Victoria... South Australia, Tasmania, and the ACT, oh off my own back, and Queensland. 
and um, and Sportsbet jumped on for WA in the Northern Territory. I mean, I feel like Bunnings owes you a voucher or something. This <laughs> is like the best promo. Bunnings gave me a hoodie, so that was nice. Oh, yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> now, Josh, with the election, well, will we find you by the sausage sizzle? I, I will definitely be out there getting some democracy snacks. Uh, what, but what's better, a Bunnings snag or a democracy snag, Josh? I mean, you can't go wrong with a Bunnings snag. <laughs> well, I have one last question because we have to know for everyone out there that loves a sausage as much as you and I, where is the best sausage from? The best sausage sizzle is in Seaford, South Australia. The reason being, you've got chicken, beef, pork, whole, whole meal, whole grain bread. They, they've literally had the worst out there. <laughs> it's like full the hat. Work. It's full hat bunny sausage. <laughs> Michelin star bunnies. <laughs> it's a Michelin star. All right, <laughs> uh, buddy. Well, good luck today. We hope you find the perfect sausage on your democracy <laughs> sausage jaunt. Um, and, yeah, we'll be going out to find one as well. Thanks, Joshy. Thanks, guys. Thank Thanks, you. Josh. See you, buddy. All new. Fred Hockley and Laura Byrne getting saucy for your Saturday morning. The Life Uncut Radio Show on KISS. Ladies, have you seen what's trending online? Something chaotic happened on The View, the talk show in the US this week. Yes. Now, if you guys don't know which show this is, this is the one with Whoopi Goldberg. It's kind of like a bit of a round table. Yeah, Joy and they Behar, discuss, yeah. Yes, they discuss different things, bring up really deep and important topics. And one thing that they discussed recently, it was with Sarah Silverman, and she said that her and her boyfriend share a toothbrush. Oh. Now, no, no. Okay, look, before you knock it, hear me out. Uh, I sometimes use Matt's toothbrush. No. Uh, they're, by, they're, they're right there. No. Sometimes if I can't find mine, it's in the other bathroom <laughs> because we don't really share bathrooms. I'll just you use Matt. You don't Matt's. live in a 27-bedroom home. The bathroom is like two <laughs> metres away. Walk around the corner. You don't have to go to the West Wing to get your toothbrush. <laughs> this is true. It's like about five metres from the other bathroom. No, but like I just don't care. I don't see a problem with it. If it's close, if it's the closest toothbrush to me, I will use Matt's toothbrush. He absolutely hates it. Like it is one of his bugbears in our relationship to the point where he has yelled at me before, walked into the bathroom and I've been mid-brushing and he'll be like... Why don't you just use your own? Why It's disgusting. But hear me out. Why does everyone think this is so disgusting? I'm on Matty J's side here. If yeah. you will put that person's genitals in your mouth, <laughs> why can't you put their toothbrush in your mouth? There's something different about it. Do you know what it is? I have used my partner's toothbrush in the past, but I do it when it's an emergency. Like when there is, I've forgotten it, I'm camping, there's nothing else around, I can't go to the shop. If I absolutely have to, I will use it and I will let them use mine. Can the emergency you don't do it for funsies. You don't just be like, meh, let's just try it out. Let's just mix it up. It's literally little bristles. It's bacteria being, too. It's their bacteria being stuck. It, they get food out oh. of your teeth and then you're putting the food I know, bristles. I know on. what a toothbrush does. Thank you well, guys. I don't know if you actually understand the science behind it because you okay. would not be using it. But if you're going to share everything else, if you're going to bump uglies, if you're going to kiss, if you're going to put other things in your mouth that probably should stay in pants, <laughs> surely it's fine to use a toothbrush. Like I, I just don't think it's that big a deal in all of this. Well, I think Mitch Churi and I agree <laughs> that we will agree to disagree with yeah, you. That's just, I'd rather use a loofah <laughs> on my tooth than my partner's I'd toothbrush. It's a sausage. Same. <laughs> oh. Wow. Well, which sausage are we talking about? That's Democracy the one that- sausage. We want to know here at the Life Uncut Radio Show, what weird thing do you and your partner share is what we want to know. I also sleep in Matt's undies. That's Clean ones. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> what weird things do you and your partner share? Call us 131065. We'll get you on the air. Tegan's called through. Hey, Tegan, why are you and your partner gross? Um, I think we're pretty gross because we share socks. Look, oh. are they clean yeah. socks or are they dirty socks? 
Well, we have been partial to share some dirty socks. <laughs> okay, see, so they're clean, mostly clean. No clean but, like, socks. Sometimes my husband will take his socks off at the door, like when we go inside, and I'm partial to pop those on and put my shoes on and off I go. Tegan, I do the same thing. I think we're just disgusting, but it's okay. I wear Matt's dirty socks all the time if they're the closest ones to my shoes. And we don't own enough ankle socks. And that's like prime real estate in our household. Guys, that is rank. Yeah, Clean socks are fine. Dirty socks, toothbrushes that are used. Yeah. No, it's a hard no. It's okay, Tegan. I'm here with you. Now let's go to Hamish on 13.065. Hello, Hamish. What is your uh, dirty thing you do with your partner? Hello, um, Well, my partner and I, we actually share a towel. One towel? Do, do, you oh. do you own one towel? No, we own two towels, but they're always side by side and she'll always grab mine. What if they're soaking wet? Would you still use it? Is this like a want to be close to each other thing? Oh, it's her wanting to be close to me. It's not the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she's only human by the sounds of it. That's a pretty sexy accent. Oh, I, I think she's just choosing whichever towel is the drier towel, in which case I don't blame her either. Yeah, well, she does show up about three times a day, so maybe she's alternate. <laughs> oh. That's one wet towel. I think you guys need to just buy some more towels. <laughs> you can Kmart, really cheap. You can go, go get yourself, oh. go get her a towel. Thank you All right, for thank calling. Thank you, Hamish. Uh, we have one last call. This just came through, actually. This is a last-minute call, a friend of the show, a Maddie J has decided oh, to call. Oh, stop it. Standard. Maddie J's here. Hi, Maddie. Hey, guys. Um, hey, look, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be that caller who, you know, buzzes in and gets all angry. And yes, you do, oh. Maddie J. That's exactly what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I am disgusted. I've pulled <laughs> over. There's a couple of things that Laura does that I really don't like, but my pet peeve, the thing that absolutely sends shivers down my spine is when she uses my toothbrush. I have <laughs> to throw it out. It's, you did not throw it out. Also, look, I mean, it's not that bad, I, guys. It's just, you know what it is? It's unnecessary. That's the key word here, I think. You've got your own toothbrush. You've got your own bathroom if you want it. There's, there's just no need for it. It's almost like it's a sick <laughs> fetish. <laughs> when Laura uses my toothbrush, the way I look at that utensil, it's like it's become a toilet brush. <laughs> it's effectively... <laughs> Why, because of what goes in there, or is that what you're saying? I don't use you're it. A shit talker. I don't it's use it to utensil. clean my bum. Like, what are you talking about? But I just find, like, how gross is it when you kiss somebody who hasn't brushed their teeth? Yeah. All of that bad residue is left on my toothbrush. It's absolutely revolting. Do you I'm know what, you, Manny J. Do you know what, Matt? If you can't have me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. <laughs> When's your best? When's your best? <laughs> <laughs> Well played. Thank you, Maddie. <laughs> Thank you, Maddie. Oh, he's still, right, he's still going. We've had enough. Oh, We've had enough. He's, he's, like, he's like, in addition. This has been pent <laughs> up for years. No, 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 no we don't have time. We what else? Time. What else have you got a problem with? Air it out. Come on, sunshine. When you wear odd socks. That's all. Bye. I love you. <laughs> Be back next week, ladies. And don't forget, tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your dog, tell your friends and share the love because we, we love love. behind radio microphones and not with your own singing careers is beyond me. I get that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Miss any of the live uncut radio show with Britt Hockley and Laura Benz? Hear it in the Catch-Up podcast on iHeartRadio.